Welcome to Michael Myers Minute, another bonus episode with your host, Professor Robert A.G. Black. I think I mentioned this with the previous film's review, but I'm not sure this show will ever actually continue as it was before, with the two minutes at a time, Halloween 2, skipping 3, because Michael's not really in it, and I don't like it, Halloween 4, four minutes at a time, 5, 6, etc., H2O 20 minutes at a time, because I'm not a big fan of that movie. It's got its nice bits, and it's not so nice bits. And uh, I'd say a one-off for Resurrection, but that movie's actually kind of fun, so I don't know how I would do that if I continued, but I'm not sure I'd ever get that far, because I'm not sure I'd even continue. I started to write the first few episodes of Halloween 2. Well, technically, if you've listened to the show, you know I already covered the first few minutes of Halloween 2, because they overlap with the original. So I'd have to shift into that, but I was putting a little too much writing in detail because it was similar to, basically I was treating it like I treated Annihilation, if you ever listen to my Annihilation Minute show, and it was too much. But I tend to go for too much. Currently I have four different shows running, three of them tied together, one extra is slight and simple, Minutia Ex Machina, The Groundhog Day Project Made by Minute, and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Minute. Those three kind of overlap with the same guest in a week, one minute of each of those movies. And then I have the first syllable every Friday where I'm sort of slowly piecing together the idea for a screenplay while talking about writing and creative energy, which there might be a little overlap between this episode and that one, depending on where this goes, because I didn't like Halloween Ends. But the way I've been saying it online is uh, I think Halloween Ends is a better film than Halloween Kills. And if you heard my reviews of that last year, I hated that movie. It was silly, it was awful, it was structured badly, it was full of itself. It's like somewhere along the line they thought they had a brilliant idea and so they just ran with it, but no one ever bothered to check if it was a good idea. I think this one's the opposite, is they had a brilliant idea and didn't run with it. Because if you're gonna end Halloween, you have to create a situation where... You can't end a horror franchise, essentially. You always have to leave that opening for more. But if you want to end Michael Myers' specific involvement, this movie is the way you do that. It's just structured weird because the focus is wrong. The energy is strange. I think Kills is a better sequel, but an awful film. Ends is a pretty good film, but a not that great sequel. And it could have done more, gone further. A friend of mine wrote a thing where he was saying, structurally it would have made more sense if the primary plot of this one had been the middle film of this new trilogy, and the primary plot of Kills had been the finale. Which, yeah, that kind of makes sense. If, like, the town goes off on it. Or I'd, I'd almost want a combo. is Kills and Ends are one movie and then something else for the finale, because what you have is my thinking. This is how I do when watching any film, if there's anything about it that I don't quite like. It doesn't sit right with me. I'm thinking, how would I do this? And for Halloween Ends, the stuff with Corey and finding Michael in the sewers and his problems, Corey's problems, becoming bigger, but sort of accidental, gradually increasing into stuff he's doing on purpose, works. It's a little derivative. 
It reads like a ripoff of stuff from it and the town of Derry. But it's also a nice idea. It's like this big evil was once in this town. And I'll get to the big evil concept in a moment because I don't think this trilogy covers that at all. But a big evil used to be here and it died here or was beaten here. It's barely clinging to life. This is like existential horror, like Cthulhu, all that kind of Lovecraftian stuff. Going back to themes from the original in a way. Talked about that a lot on this show. Is that this evil is leeching into like the town water supply or specifically infecting certain people through proximity. Like what if that homeless guy who was living near that sewer thing and called himself Michael Myers, what if he started to believe he really was Michael Myers and he started killing people? What if we have the Cory buildup and he's finally killing people on purpose and then the town evil dies tonight bullshit happens and they go thinking they're fighting Michael Myers and they beat this thing down. They pull off his mask and find out, wait, that's Corey. And it's not Michael. And they have a different problem than they thought they had. And if you listen to the show, you know I love talking about the prologue from the novelization of the original 78 Halloween and the druids and Enda, this evil spirit, this Celtic spirit that got into and influenced Michael when he was a kid. And the comics play with this, talking about Michael's birth and talking about previous generations and violence and stuff that goes into Halloween 5 and 6 with the thorn cult and the sacrifice for the greater good. In the hands of better filmmakers, I don't think, uh, hitting a blank on their names, David Gordon Green and, and, and other guy whose name I can't think of at the moment, I don't think they are good filmmakers. Definitely not good horror filmmakers. I don't know why anyone handed this franchise to them. Giving it to Rob Zombie at least made sense. He was someone who, from his films, you could see he clearly had a vision, a notion of what horror could be. With better filmmakers, you could have taken this in a follow-up on all the lore in Haddonfield into something bigger. I'm picturing a shared universe spin-off prequel just called Haddonfield that just runs on Netflix, or actually I guess it'd be on Peacock. I guess they own Halloween. But uh, that deals in history, stuff from the comics, stuff from lead up on Michael's childhood. We didn't need the Rob Zombie thing where it's like, oh no, he was abused. No, if, if anything, we need something supernatural. And I think the end of stuff works for that. The Thorn Cult works. I am a Halloween 6 apologist, as it were. And 5. People always really hate on 5. And I don't get that. I think 5 has convoluted plot, but it works. Great kills. Great scares. It has that bizarre cliffhanger ending that sucked at the time because, yeah, we didn't get a follow-up for years. But we all had theories. And they all turned out to be fairly true. But the thing is, our theories were bigger than theirs. They didn't really have a notion. They just wanted a cliffhanger. And you put Michael Myers in a jail cell. Your cliffhanger's got to be weird. And six, probably because Donald Pleasance died and they couldn't do probably reshoots they would have needed to really make it work. Ended up with different edits that none quite work on their own. But parts of that movie are fantastic. The tone of that movie, the mood, the fall of it. Stuff the original doesn't get. A few leaves on the ground doesn't work. But I'm from LA, I didn't care about that. I'd been to the streets where they filmed the original. I know what fall looks like here, and that is fall. 
even though they filmed in the spring. It feels like fall, a few scattered leaves, that's fall here. We don't have a lot of color change in LA. So that never bothered me. I wasn't distracted by palm trees. One palm tree that's in the foreground, I didn't even notice until someone pointed it out in, what was it, minute 13. Palm tree next to the Myers house. Palm trees in the distance, that's my life. There's always palm trees in the distance. Didn't occur to me that was out of place when I was a little kid. Until Film Flub's book pointed it out, and I'm like, oh yeah. I didn't realize the high school having classrooms that opened into the outside didn't work for Illinois. Until, I think where I first heard about that one was on... Red Letter Media video, maybe? Their commentary track for Halloween? You could do a story about a town who has... Let's say they did kill Michael Myers. They got together as a mob and they killed him. He doesn't have to come back. But you have this new thing where people are afraid he will. See, this new series of movies, the problem is it didn't involve the previous film, so there was no history. Michael wasn't evil. He killed four people on a night 40 years ago. That's not some all-encompassing evil that people can't forget. If Haddonfield were a tiny rural town nowhere near Chicago, and that's questionable because, depending on the movie, it feels different. And in these movies, it feels more like it's part of a city. It's more of a suburb, not some isolated place. But if it were an isolated place, it would make sense that they would remember this. They would hold on to it. We're talking about Illinois. We're talking about a suburb, apparently, of Chicago. There's murders around there all the time. There was a line in this one where the kid at the beginning of the movie that falls down from the stairs which logistically doesn't make any sense. You push him backward, he hits the railing. It doesn't go over it. He's not that tall. But they should have had a revelation somewhere late in the film where we find out, no, Corey did throw him over that railing because Corey was already far worse than he appeared, and he did appear damaged already. But anyway, I digress. That kid said a line about Michael Myers kills babysitters, not kids. And I'm like, if you cut out all of the other films, Michael Myers has killed three babysitters, multiple other adults, I forget how many people he killed in H-40. But literally in H-40, he killed a kid. So a year before this opening sequence in Halloween ends, Michael did kill a kid. The kid that's going off to the hunting trip and what does he want to be a dancer or something? That kid. And I'm like, so he's killed one kid, three babysitters, multiple others. He doesn't kill babysitters. That's not how you describe him. A year out from Halloween 40. But the biggest problem with this trilogy is that they, it's like they didn't know what they wanted. They didn't know how to make a trilogy. And they both wanted to play up the idea of Michael as this great evil that this town all believes in. And no, he's just a man. And you can't do both of those things. You have to pick one. The buildup from 78 to 2 to 4 to 5 to 6, it's ramping up. It's like this is an evil unknown, then it's an evil known, then it's an evil we thought we got rid of, but for some reason we kept it around when it got burned because that's what we do as a civilized society, and now he's back and this is awful. And then he escapes and it starts to leech into Jamie and she attacks her mother and this Corey thing is playing on that same theme but not as well because the whole thing in five is that she is traumatized by the fact that she attacked her mother. 
It's such a fantastic character thing for someone so young that Daniel Harris was able to play Jamie from that innocent little girl we see in four to this only a year older girl who is traumatized and obsessed and fascinated and she is attached to her uncle and also wants to be more attached to her uncle at the same time she understands that she can't be because he's awful and he has to die. And then Six just murders her in the opening. We're like, oh, well, we were attached. Of course, they do the same thing in Resurrection to Lori, so... It's funny, I say they when part of the problem with this series is also, in any franchise that goes this long in terms of years, is that you have multiple filmmakers coming in and they want to leave their mark. They want to have their characters. I imagine in the future version of Halloween, or Haddonfield, a remake as series where we start with Prologue, the Celts, and uh, we show that dance in the was it late 1800s. We show Michael's birth. We show that this town has problems and Michael is a symptom, not a cause. But by the Thorn Colt's reasoning, he's also the cure. Hmm. And it goes somewhere? It has a point? You could deal in like current sort of themes that horror films can be about, otherization, stereotyping, the fact that we create classes of people just so we can blame them for our problems. Instead, we get H40, which was in retrospect, I don't even remember all I said about it when I reviewed it here, but in retrospect, feels like an okay movie. There were bad choices going into it behind the scenes and erasing the rest, but I think it stands as something, and they back themselves into a corner at the end. Imagine that ending, the fact that we see it's Allison that's holding the knife, right? Imagine that it led into the plot of Halloween Ends, and it's not just Corey this new character who's killing people, and imagine he was Cameron, for that matter, who had survived and became this. But also Allison doesn't just get together with him knowing he's done bad things, but joins, because she has been affected. And that's how it is. This evil in Haddonfield, you accept it or you reject it, and it builds up to the mob, and evil dies tonight. And maybe the only way for evil to die tonight is we go for some original Carrie ending, burning the town. I think Salem's Lot gets destroyed, too. Work with that. If you're going to play the town as a thing, you don't just have it be a one-off in your middle film of your trilogy. Make it matter. Why was the old cop even in Halloween Ends? Just to show that Laurie is finally acting like a teenager proper? That's nice, but he also could have been involved with the plot. Especially after the revelation we got in the previous film about him having been there when Michael was caught in the first place. Essentially, there's a whole bunch of threads that even they created and lost, and then they erased all these other threads that, personally, I'm quite attached to. So I went into this trilogy not liking the idea of it. And then I don't think it was executed well enough to justify itself. That's too bad. I don't remember what kind of information's in the outro for this show anymore, because it's been a while. So if you want to hear other shows of mine, go to lemmingdrops.com. You'll find links to various podcasts, starting from Michael Myers Minute and to many others. A lot of movies by minutes shows, breaking down movies into parts, talking about bigger ideas. And when they make another Halloween film, I will see it as soon as I can. Because I'm stuck with this franchise. It's been with me since, well, my whole life. And it will remain. 
I don't remember how this show used to end. I think I just said in the minute ends. But I always ask the guests how they could be stalked. There's no guest, so go stalk yourself. You can stalk me at lemmingdrops.com or Robert E.G. Black on your various social media platforms. See you later. Bye. Bye.